Allow us to take a journey trip into our minds where constant conscious conspiracies is what you'll find. Because see, this is only the unified version of the BBC podcast where BB is Brian Barnett and the other half is Blake Burton, you dig? Where we have topics that might frighten you, but are only here to enlighten you as two of Seattle's brightest dudes ignite the truth and then just do it like the Nike swoosh. So again, we cordially invite you to the BBC podcast, Blake Burton and Brian Barnett Conspiracies. Thank you for listening. We're back. I'm a Nast or Blake of the Nast podcast, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, the one and only Brian. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And today we're going to be talking about uh, what happened to pop punk, and uh, we're also going to be talking about its return. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I don't even know where to start with something like that. I mean, I think first shout out to Smash Mouth, shout out to uh, Sum 41, and the early uh, Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater games. That was where I think a lot of those got their kind of got their first start. But uh, yeah, I think it's coming back because uh, all of the people who in the early 2000s, so anybody in my generation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we get into that, ooh, yes, let's talk about what the fuck is pop punk. Okay, way better. See, I got excited. Yeah, let's do that. Where do you want to start with that? Let's break, let's break down like what is pop punk? Is that pop music mixed with punk? Like people might be coming in being like, is that what it is? Is it that obvious or what is it? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I would say like, um, yeah, I feel like it's like rebellion kind of mixed with this is just how we express ourselves and that's kind of what makes it kind of poppy. But then the punk is kind of that, you know, rebellious against the grain kind of uh, just in your face, um, you know, expression, which of course is beautiful. But yeah, pop punk, I think, is the intersection of both of those, I would say. What would, like, what do you think? I think that's very fair to say. Like to be pop punk, though, you usually have to be part of a band as well so it's like it's like a band that plays it's like if a band in the most <laughs> general statement it's a band and their take on what pop music sounds like from a band perspective i can see that <laughs> i feel like it's like a feeling you know it's just like i like i feel like if you feel kind of punky and rebellion rebellious and uh somehow poppy i don't know what that feeling of poppy is but uh boy i don't know i feel like yeah I, I guess i can see that it's a band it's a feeling it's um it's just it just seems like it's probably like a lifestyle for people who do that all the time it's probably just a way of life honestly so let's say for example for our, the audience who might not know let's give three examples of artists who would be pop punk okay and artists that wouldn't be pop punk Ooh, okay um i would say i'll give my three then you know you can give yours as well if you think but i would say um you can say who's and i'll say who's not Ooh, okay um i'll say um back to you know who we had shout out earlier i would say um smash mouth that was pop punk uh more on the punk side i would say um i would say uh some 41 i would say that was pretty pop punk um something a little bit more uh like mainstream more contemporary uh, olivia rodrigo um, I think she's kind of in that pop punk kind of, kind of bringing it back that Alvaro Levine style kind of sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I'd obviously say that Nirvana is not pop punk. Mm. Maybe Teen Spirit might have like mm. a hint of pop punk. You know? I don't know. I feel yeah. like pop punk also. Who was, I forgot who I had on my podcast for the NAS podcast, but they were saying pop music's just popular music. Interesting. You know. So maybe pop punk is a mix of an actual genre, but also punk music that's able to be spread to the masses. You know, Ooh, like yeah. 
like the <laughs> that's not music that's gonna hit the masses but if they're like daisies and pixies i don't know you know like pop punk is a feeling it's a genre yes but um it's not nirvana per se okay i don't think it's foo fighters for sure it's not foo fighters and i wouldn't say metallica yeah, no, I would agree with that. I wouldn't <laughs> say those either, especially the Metallica. Yes. Definitely. I think there's some people that are pretty, uh, they might fight you over that Metallica one, you know, <laughs> so I think we should keep that where, where it's already at. Uh, you guys listening at home, you guys should let us know in the comments what you think maybe pop punk is. Maybe we'll go back through and, you know, figure it out. But I think that's, I think we got a good list right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when would you say pop punk came around, if you know? Ooh, okay. Definitely can't say that I do know, but if... How I've interpreted from interpreted, excuse me, from uh, you know just my generation, how long I've been around. I would say it probably we probably got some good early hints maybe in the '80s. I feel like definitely 19 late 1980s. I feel like uh, honestly, I feel like London was probably on some you know was on something with that musically, and then I feel like it really took precedent over the uh, the states, the United States. Definitely let like the latter half of, 19, of the 1990s, probably to about 2006 six yeah yeah i would say that even like paramore might fall under Ooh, pop punk yeah and i really do think like pop punk can be a genre but also like a movement slash like how far it reaches the masses mm, you know yes but i think an example of pop punk is any of those rock songs that made it into those early childhood movies like the early 2000 childhood movies like smash mouth and shrek it's pop yeah. it was popular it was punk it was in a movie or like i can't name a single song off the top of my head but like something from spy kids probably had like a pop punk element like Ooh. pop punk i think really shined in the early 2000s mm -hmm. you know and like we were talking about me and uh brian went out to indian food mm -hmm. shout out taste of india in green lake yep. in seattle but anyways i was saying that i feel like early 2000s pop punk had this like aesthetic or like like music more definitely like on the rock side had this aesthetic of like bright colors but kind of like crazy camera angles like the perfect example is like fucking the, the real life version of the real life version of cat in the hat like how crazy those colors were wow, yeah. like you see that you'd see that a lot in like movies from the spy kids to like um i was showing you like the the smash mouth the smells the smash mouth all-star music video right. or like the Everclear father of mine music video anything mm -hmm. like that it's 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 very much an aesthetic genre and feeling mm, yeah no totally agree totally agree but i would say i feel like pop punk and you can agree with this too i feel like pop punk went out of style when hip-hop became more pre prevalent mm, you know and i feel like i don't want to in this name definitely is a you know trigger warning to anybody um definitely uh, i feel like kind of the early era of you know kind of ymcmb kind of uh you know the intersection of like chris brown involved with that um maybe like 2006 2007 like i think a lot of that time r&b and uh, hip-hop really was just taken off because i think we had 
I don't know. I feel like I, th- I think we had so many uh, heavy hitters that we didn't know were heavy hitters at that time that were just producing just, you know, such incredible hits that I feel like it got uh, trendy to follow behind that. And I think the kind of pop punk, I feel like that sound was always there. I don't think it I wouldn't say it left, but I feel like it was something that uh, where we were at in the world, I feel like it was not what we were looking for at that moment. You know, I think it just had to, you know, I think it sat down for a second and kind of let, um, you know, these these different kind of like archetypes come up and, you know, make different kind of music that I think we feel like we were, you know, all into. I think the radio really took over at that time, um, you know, because LimeWire, shout out to LimeWire. Unfortunately, you know, that kind of died out. So I feel like the radio and just all of those type of hits, that was pretty much like where you were listening to music, honestly. You know, if you didn't have an iPod or, you know, when I was younger, I had a Zune. Shout out to the Zune users. <laughs> Hell but, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If you didn't have one of those, like, you were pulling music off the radio and you weren't hearing a lot of pop punk on the radio. You know what I mean? There wasn't really a place for that. Or how we can talk about how hip-hop made it popular to follow, like you were saying, follow that trend. Mm. And hip-hop, would, like nowadays, especially in hip-hop, everyone kind of wants to be the same and blow up sounding like a Little Wayne or more likely like a Young Thug or yeah, um, always like Littles, you know? Mm. But pop punk era is more about like you were saying rebellion and yeah. being yourself and now we're kind of shifted toward we were shifting towards an area era not area era of just look at tiktok you know like you're following trends versus mm-hmm. pop punk was kind of like being like rebellious right yeah no definitely and I th- yeah i think you hit it on the um you know hit the nail on the head perfectly with like you know kind of that era kind of going away because honestly too if you think about it a lot of the people who would be following those trends are people, you know, around our age, our generation. So, you know, I think as even if we just look inwardly in ourselves and we reflect and think about it, I think we felt, you know, maybe more rebellious at that younger age, really just like there's a message that we want to get out, but we don't know how to express. I think pop punk was perfect vehicle for that. I think there was a phase of time of just like uh, not more of ego, but, you know, I think we were not needing that message as much. I think we think that we had it. We were kind of following behind a different uh, you know, kind of a different vessel in that way. I think that was the hip hop and R&B that was, you know, because it was just being mass produced so quickly. Because even pop punk traditionally, that's like a band. You know, you know, it's very hard to pull together, you know, a drummer, then a singer, then, you know, guitar player, bass player, you know, have all of that uh, happen where, you know, I think we moved into an era where uh, we weren't seeing so much of, you know, like uh, bodies of work anymore because pop punk was typically doing that to, you know, get their message across with a body of work or an album or a project, something a little bit more uh, dense to digest. I think we moved into an era of just kind of quick singles, radio plays. And I think that's what kind of pushed pop punk out of the way for a second, because, you know, people's attention span as life moved faster, it got smaller. People didn't want to, you know, hear screaming and take in what we're saying against the man or stuff like that. People wanted a quick radio single. They wanted, you know, and that's fine, too, of course. This was where we were at. But I think it is interesting to kind of look at it from that lens as well, you know. For sure. And that's what happened to pop punk. It just society and trends Mm -hmm. changed the shape of what music and what people wanted to hear Mm -hmm. or see even. Like you don't really see uh, those type of music videos at all. I would like to. I want. I'd like to see like what the last music video with that type of aesthetic was. Oh man, that that, that'd be interesting. What what do you like? If you had to take a guess, who do you think it would have been? Maybe Paramore. I can see it. Early Paramore, probably or something. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I feel like because yeah, because even like how even how I was saying like like the the cat in the house vibe, but also pop punk or punk had that like 
How, did you ever see that commercial in the early 2000s where it was like pirating's bad and it was playing like that like crazy yeah where he's uh trying to illegally download the, yeah. the movie real quick and the, yes wow that's funny yes. and then like they had that like crazy like soundtrack in the background yes but then like that aesthetic where it was kind of like grunge, like the video itself felt grungy you know mm. like and faded a little bit like that's kind of falls into under pop punk a little bit you know truly so i feel like even that type of music video is kind of faded out damn yeah no, i didn't yeah wow I've I've not heard of like I've not that's just so nostalgic but yeah and and that I think more so even kind of goes back to like pop punk really being I think a movement you know I think that was something that um, you know it was in a lot of different aspects if you really looked at it you know sprinkles everywhere and I that is the perfect example um, you ever see the movie Disturbia with uh, Shia LaBeouf are you familiar with that one I don't know if I have I mean you might have it was very big back in the day long story short he's just on house arrest has a suspicion about a neighbor uh, potentially being a serial killer and then you know kind of just everything that unfolds but uh, not to ruin it for any of the viewers but more so I think that was also uh, kind of similar to that pop punk style that we were seeing because I know we were talking about MGK Machine Gun Kelly uh, a little earlier today and that was also right before I think a lot of those switches were happening where you know certain uh, artists and certain scenes were you know you can kind of see them moving from you know maybe a punk origin you know, taking on a different niche and then ultimately kind of, you know, making room to kind of come back. And I think that was kind of the end of that era. It was I think that's like 2007 as far as uh, Disturbia and then the MGK thing, I think, is, you know, kind of been like 2009 and then up to now. But, yeah, it's just interesting to see pop punk kind of just, you know, it never dissipated, but it, it it took a little hiatus for a while, I would say. Yeah, like MGK with the Wild Boy to now he's yeah. a boy with nail polish and dating Megan Fox. And Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf had a LaBeouf. I only say LaBeouf because it's like a meme. It's actually LaBeouf. But, <laughs> um, you know, like him and Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox were in Transformers together. And now in this new era, it's MGK starting mm-hmm. to rock band. I think he just, he either released, a, I don't think he's released the album yet, but he just released some rock singles. Mm. And he's dating Megan Fox. So maybe Megan Fox is the catalyst. I can see it. You saw Jennifer's <laughs> body, right? I mean, I can see it. You know what I'm saying? I know he's been working with Travis Barker, and even that's like a name that I feel like has always been there, but knew when to come back around at the right time, you know? Yes. Because he was doing stuff back then, and then, uh, you know, got a little quiet, but now is like kind of reemerging, kind of what you said with TikTok and uh, how fast the music industry is changing and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Hyper pop punk. We're about to see all of that. Yeah, know, so let's talk, talk talk about hyper. We just talked about how, like, punk, like pop punk faded out, and you have this idea that it's coming back. And oh yeah, that's why we made we're making this video. So tell tell the audience how you think it's coming back, the name for it, because you think it's kind of like rebranded. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we're looking at is going to be like a a hyper pop punk slash like a hyper funk, and the idea of that is you know it's kind of like the funk comes from um, you know a lot of the music that was being made. I'd say around the 70s, 80s, but definitely around the 70s. Well, the that music planted a seed, and now that seed is ultimately grown into a tree with good fruit. I think that's a lot of where that hyper pop funk is coming from. An example of that would be um, similar to production styles that we've seen with like Snow Allegra's uh, most recent uh, album in the uh, Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies, uh, Tangerine Dreams featuring Tyler the Creator, but even a lot of his most recent project as well too. You know, it's it's its own very uh, beautiful, unique creation, but the uh, the influence of it is definitely you can hear the funk, you can hear the soul, you can hear uh, a little bit of the you know kind of the 
a lot of the punk is more in the undertones and the context. But um, we're going to see a lot of that come back. The biggest or the best example would probably be uh, Stay by uh, the Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber. That uh, I think was produced by Charlie Puth as well. But either way, um, that is a great example of what the future of this music will look like. Because everybody who is in our generation who grew up listening to Avril Lavigne, grew up listening to, again, uh, you know, some 41s. Uh, grew up, you know, the Smash Mouths and all the other different kind of pop, uh, like punkish type songs, Paramours. Well, since they all grew up, we took what we remember being influenced and by back then and now mixed it with what we're influenced with today. And that's where the hyper comes in. And uh, that's what's going to create this new wave of music. You know, unfortunately, we've kind of died out with like that kind of Juice World, Triple X sound. Like it's still there, but, you know, that is kind of dying out. And, uh, you know, we're just kind of making way for what's going to be this new wave. So I say the next seven months, definitely be looking for it. Does Hyper have to do anything with, have to do anything with uh, ADHD and how everyone is ADHD Ooh. now? <laughs> you can't see my eyes. They just exploded. I could see that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, honestly, I mean, but maybe, to be real. You dun, know dun, what I mean? Dun. Think about it. That's a whole episode right there. <laughs> wow. But yeah, um, I agree. I feel like from the NAS podcast, I focused on interviewing hip-hop artists and now I've focused changed my focus on still having a few hip-hop artists here and there but doing pop music and rock music and actually my first transition was with a band called Them mm. and the lead singer Ellie, shout out Ellie she just moved to um, LA with her boyfriend to continue her music and she's part of a pop-punk band I think it's interesting, Like I literally interviewed them and then you reached out the other day and we're like we're gonna start seeing a change and shift in music. I'm telling you. And you said you actually had a. Um, you you think that Kanye West might have some pop, punk in oh, his yeah, music? Man. Yeah, I for mean, his new Donda album. I I feel like what we'll see will be a, uh, his take on that. But I do believe that that is you know we'll see that because you know I, I what I feel like he does is kind of uh, and he mentioned it before you know kind of living in the future like. You know, he's like, when you see me smiling now, I'm actually smiling from 2030, you know, and I think that is kind of the concept that he's talked about with that, like kind of just being being a couple steps ahead in that way. Like, I feel like we definitely will see some of that. I think we'll see. Um, I think we'll just see it because it is going to be like it's going to be very widespread. I think TikTok has played a larger role in that than we know. And uh, shout out to, you know, all the different, you know, creators and uh, artists on TikTok that are, you know, making music and blowing up on there. But. We're definitely going to see a large, large influence of it. We're going to see a lot more guitars come back. Bands are going to come back, uh, you know, because people want to kind of relive in what made them happy at that time. And that was that era of time that because it's not about because it's really not about the music. It's just about the feeling. You know what I mean? And people want to feel how they felt watching those videos with all the colors and, you know, kind of uh, more cartoonesque type uh, camera angles and cinematography. People want that again because of what's unfortunately going on in the world. You know, we want to feel like kids again. We want to rebel against the system and rebel against the government and stuff like that. And some people, this is the only way they know how. So you think the pandemic might have uh, been a catalyst for pop punk and how people oh, yeah. are kind of against the government right now, whether it's vaccines or even just wearing masks or anything with COVID related or losing their jobs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I feel like a lot of times or excuse me, I think a lot of people turn to, uh, you know, self-expression at a time like this and. You know, we're like, how do I get this out? And I think what it is that people resonated back then with the punk was, 
you know, kind of just that feeling of not having to keep it in and just letting it out. And right now, I think that's all we can do because, you know, things are limited. COVID, world's on fire, earthquakes all over Haiti. You know, I mean, it's it's a very odd time to, you know, really do anything other than just express how you feel because that's all you can control. And I think a lot of people are putting that behind, you know, old beats that they remember, old songs that they remember, old times and feelings they remember. And that's what's really, I think, going to push that sound. People are just going for it. People are just trying something new, not afraid of you know, being who they are nowadays. Because nowadays, it, it used to not be cool to be who you were. It used to be, oh, wow, that's so weird, that is different. Now everybody wants that authenticity. Now everybody wants, you know, that authentic self that might be broken. But you put some, you know, a guitar in the background, you got yourself a hit. But do you think it's different now that we're seeing already mainstream artists shift to that sound versus what you used to see was newer artists would come out with a different sound, which we probably will start seeing a lot of newer artists or artists that have been working for 10 years mm. and then they're new to mm. the industry like to like the mainstream but like we all we, we all know like the the artists that blow up overnight it was a 10-year process sure. you know right <laughs> but why do you think that these artists that already have a name in the industry are shifting towards some of these elements oh because exactly what you said you know because they already have a name in the industry a lot of them probably don't have a choice you know to, which is to shift and to uh, adapt you know and to you know kind of become what they feel that the people want I think pop punk has always had a very um, very underground kind of sound and feeling to it that gave it not its credibility but you know it, it definitely set it apart from everybody else and I think people in the industry you know, the industry always wants what the underground is doing because that's where the true organic, uh, you know, like audience is being built. That's where a lot of genuine love is being shown in the underground. And the industry always wants to copy that. They want to emulate that more so. And I think that's why we're seeing that shift. I think uh, I think the Kid Leroy is going to like really be a large player in that. I think as you know, someone uh, or more so for him, but for him being, you know, more in the industry, kind of the way that he is, I feel like as at a, as a younger artist, he'll definitely be uh, kind of pushing a lot of that, you know, and they want that because that, like I said, that's what they think is, you know, kind of uh, popular, trendy right now. I don't know if they'll go about it in the best way, but I think it's because, you know, they want, uh, they want the underground, you know, because the underground is untapped. So do you feel that pop punk isn't going to come out of one specific city versus just like how TikTok is widespread across like different mm -hmm. countries? Do you think it's just something that overnight it'll feel like everyone's doing it versus like oh, yeah. I definitely see pop punk even having like the pop punk band in the studio I see like how Seattle has pop punk artists mm -hmm. and now I've been hearing that word more and more lately but maybe that's just because other cities are hearing that too I don't know if I'm being biased by saying mm -hmm. a lot of maybe a lot of cool pop punk pop punk artists are going to start coming out of Seattle or how do you, how do you envision people finally seeing pop punk when it's like fully here is mm. it going to be from people giving it credit to one city or one specific artist or do you think it's just gonna pop out of nowhere i think it'll honestly have to pop out of nowhere because no I, pun intended right <laughs> honestly but i think it'll have to come out of nowhere because um i think it would be a lot of responsibility for one city to try to carry that you know or try to make that come about you know i think we could look at Seattle and we could be familiar with it and say like, oh, yeah, you know, there is a large history of 
punk, a lot of history of grunge and, you know, a lot of different, you know, kind of music genres. But at the same time, it's it's just going to come out of nowhere. It's going to be something I think is going to be something we all transition into hearing more often and are just like, oh, wow, hey, that's that sound. You know, I think it's going to be I think it's going to hit very similar to how the T-Pain effect hit way back when, which was I think we didn't realize how big that was going to be at that time. We were just sitting in the midst of it, taking it on T-Pain, Lil Wayne. Um, we were literally just, you know, we, we were on the same journey as they were figuring it out themselves. And I think you can look back to those times now, 2021, look back virtually, you know, 13, 14 years ago and understand why that was so big and how that influenced virtually so many different genres, different artists, different, you know, I mean, so I think it'll be something like that. I think this will really take off out of nowhere. I think uh, it won't be overnight, but in Seattle, I think the Seattle sound that it doesn't really exist because it's so just diverse, I think is going to, um, I think that'll just, I think Seattle will just keep being Seattle, you know, we'll all just keep kind of working on our, in our own individual ways. And I think pop punk is just going to pop up out of nowhere, honestly, no pun. But yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I have seen so many different like pop. I've been in so many different pop situations lately. You know, well, there's the pop retreat I went to having pop artists on um, just seeing it more in the music industry. I'm randomly going through a phase of listening to a lot of pop punk music, which someone who's heavily into like hip hop music. It's kind of a weird switch to be like, but it's pop. I feel like pop punk more than even hip hop in the early 2000s have been like one way or another ingrained in my head. Like I'm listening to all these old pop punk songs and I'm like, oh shit, I know this song. And I'm just like flipping through like all these like different playlists of pop music or like right. clicking on like a pop music radio on like YouTube or whatever. And I'm like, click, I don't know this song. Oh shit, I know this song. Oh, I know this song. Don't know this song. Know this song. And like it's it's weird like how it's been ingrained because pop punk was so influenced like I'm saying like in these movies or in these commercials we hear pop punk over and over right so I, I def it's definitely a way of life and I, I agree with your predictions the the BBC mm -hmm. podcast our predictions are that pop punk I don't know are you are you just calling it hyper pop punk because that's the title you're feeling mm -hmm. or do you think it will just rebrand not even rebrand and just stay pop punk just like you know, honestly, I think I'm saying hyper because uh, the the hyper is is kind of like the more techno kind of uh, like almost kind of like the robotic sound. That's kind of like if you've heard uh, Trippy Red's new album, uh, Trip at Night, similar to like uh, Miss the Rage, similar to Holy Smokes, like that kind of sound. I think that's kind of the hyper um you know, various, you know, sounds happening at once, kind of scatterbrain, you know, kind of, I'm not really sure what you would call it, but that I think is the hyper aspect, which almost sounds kind of, uh, you know, very computer-esque. And that's I the think, ADHD Right. <laughs> and I think, yeah, no, it did us. And I think that's the part that is going to get mixed with, like, I think they didn't have that back then because they just didn't have the resources, the tools. I think now that we have that, we're mixing that with what we remember and that we remember the pop punk, but we never remembered it with all these extra, you know, kind of synths and all these other, you know, different kind of, boop, 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 you know, but um, I think that's what we're taking. I think we're just, you know, mixing the two. So I, th I think it'll be called hyper pop punk. Definitely pop punk, though. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. That's our predictions. Um, leave a like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Let us know. And hope. I mean, see if you could prove us wrong. Who knows? Seven months from now, we'll go back. We'll check the episode. If it's not hyper pop punk. 
I owe Blake a drink. So we'll come back and we'll see. There we go. That's it. This is the BBC Podcast.